the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Welcome in. Another day, another dollar. Glad to be here. Still here. What's the thought of the day, right? Yesterday, the markets were angst, nervous about the debt deal, getting through the House of Representatives. You saw markets fall, but not fall apart. A tough day, but not a bad day. Seeing where we are for the year, it's fine. We don't have a lot of breadth in the market, which is problematic. Breath meaning to me, I want 70% of stocks hitting, moving higher. Not 100%, because that's just as bad as, you know, 10%. I want it distributed amongst some winners and some losers. I want capitalism to work out the losers. NASDAQ down 60 basis points yesterday. SP 500 down 60 basis points. Dow Jones Industrial Average down 41 basis points. Sorry if I don't say four tenths of 1%. Kind of assuming you can fill in the gap there. So it felt a little gross yesterday when you took a look at advanced auto parts because it didn't make sense. And that's a company having problems. There's four things that move stocks higher, individual stocks. There's the overall tone of the market. If the market's going up or down, that can move a stock higher or lower. There's the sector. Uh, Let's just say AI is pulling a lot of tech AI companies higher. Or it could be retail. It's not retail right now because retail is saying a recession is coming. So those are two of the four things. There's the market, then then there's the sector, then there's the individual company. How are they operating within their sector? I would say, for instance, NVIDIA looks better than Intel. NVIDIA looks better than... AMD, as far as execution, putting a bet on making, let's make AI chips. You think it's a good idea? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. And Intel said, well, we don't need to make AI chips. It's not a good idea. They probably didn't say it like that, but that's the idea. And then there's the outlook, which is kind of goofy. Visibility. When this is too soon, I know. I know it's not too soon, but it's too soon. When JFK Jr. got into a small plane and decided to fly, he couldn't see very far. He, there were a lot of clouds. Ultimately, he couldn't fly his plane through the clouds because he couldn't see. He couldn't get the feeling if he was upside down or downside right or right side up. Same thing with companies. They have to have visibility. Those are the four things that move the market. Advanced auto parts couldn't execute. That was their problem. They're poised to be in the right place at the right time. In fact, I guess later today, I'll probably take a look at see how far along they are in fixing their problems, because if there is a recession in the United States, 
of which tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow we'll get the jobs report. And unless it starts going ticking higher in unemployment, there's not going to be a recession. Wages are up over the last four years and employment's full almost right now. But advanced auto parts was a stinker yesterday on 35%. And it just doesn't make sense because ahead of a recession, people should be holding on to their cars longer. Congress got the debt ceiling done. One house did. Now it's on to the other house, which the margins are in favor of the Democrats, which implies they're in favor of getting a deal done. Because right now the GOP is just being a stinker in large part for good reasons. Our deficit's out of control. Numbers keep marching up on us. So we talked about yesterday. Now let's talk about today. June. Happy June 1st. Woohoo! June's to start with a, a swirl, not necessarily a swoon. A lot of news there today. The House passed the debt ceiling yesterday, 314 to 117. That's a pretty wide margin. I didn't think it was going to be that easy according to headlines. But again, maybe I got sucked into it. Some senators expressed their disapproval of the bill. Yet the bill ultimately expected to pass the Senate and head to the president before June 5. Drop dead day. X day. That's all good news. Yet the behavior on the markets, not exactly saying, woo, let's party. I expected a little bit more of spring rally, a coiled spring, not springtime. I suspect last Friday's rally captured the relief of a debt ceiling deal getting done in time. Market supposition all along that was that a deal would get done. Everyone on Wall Street said a deal would get done. Everyone on CNBC said a deal would get done. Albeit with 11th hour drama or 11th hour, 59th minute, 59th second drama. The Treasury Department's going to replenish its general account. And the only way you could think about it in a funny way, it's as if their bank account was getting pretty low on paying off debts. And I know we've all been there. Where we're like, I wonder if I can pull $20 out of my ATM or if it's going to say, nope, let's give it a try. That's how figuratively it felt. Dow component, Salesforce, C3 AI, CrowdStrike, Okta, Macy's, Victoria's Secret, Dollar General, all amongst the stocks seeing sizable declines after the earnings reports. I'm going to be looking at two of those because they're AI companies, software companies that I think will benefit from the next three to five years of spending. I like disconnects. I cannot lie. Some men like blondes, some men like brunettes. I like disconnects. Some ladies like strong muscles. Some ladies like big brains. Why are the men so, how shall we say, um, Limited to hair color and women get the big brains. Bitter. The ADP employment change report for May showed an estimated 278,000 jobs were added to private sector payrolls, following a downwardly revised 291,000 from April. That growth featured 110,000 goods producing jobs. The key takeaway, so you don't have to listen to the data, is that the report is the job growth is still strong. 
happen that pay growth is slowing. First time I've ever used this phrase for job stairs, the pain gain in May was 6.5% versus 6.7% in April. The weekly initial jobless and continuing claims report shows ongoing strength in the market. First time unemployment claims came in at 232,000. Again, this is not a recessionary type jobs number. And yet the market keeps talking about a recession. So maybe we're talking about the last two quarters of the year, and we're going to have to start talking about the last quarter and the first quarter of next year if we want to keep dwelling on it. I am almost fully invested. I don't play the game of market timing. I've just never seen anyone really make money doing that. I've seen people panic at a bottom trying to time the market, but I've never seen anyone... sell at the bottom or sell at the top, buy at the bottom. It's just not that consistently true. 30. And sometimes, yeah, Elaine Garzarelli got it right. She called a market top in the NASDAQ in 2000. But she never called the bottom. She never said when to get back in. And she's got a 30-plus year career around that where no one even noticed anything she ever did. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. Oh, let's do a little tech talk and a little pride talk. We can start with tech talk. Mark Zuckerberg has unveiled Meta's newest VR headset just days before Apple reveals its own. Now, I'm not a surprise that you try to get the headlines while you can. The Quest 3, the successor to Meta Quest 2 headset, which was released way back in the fall of 2020, has a starting price. At a starting price then of $299, the Quest 3 is going to be a little bit more expensive, $499. It'll have three cameras on the front. It may improve some of the pass-through experiences where a user can see the real world around them while they're wearing their headset and interacting with their games or apps. Apple is expected to debut its competing VR headset on Monday, part of their WWDC event. It happens every June. Worthy of note. Let's see if I can find my note to myself on this one. Um, Apple developers generated $1.1 trillion in total billings and sales in the App Store ecosystem in 2022. I'm going to say that one more time. Apple's getting ready to host their WWDC, their developers conference. Last year, Apple generated $1.1 trillion in total billing through their sales of apps. More than 90% of billions in sales accrued solely to developers without any commission paid to Apple. The app ecosystem for Apple is strong. The force is strong with that one. So the iPhone makers VR AR headset probably named Reality One needs to get the developers on board and that should scare the poo-poo out of Mark Zuckerberg and Meta. Because Apple is strong with a force of developers. CNBC reported last December that sales of VR headsets in the United States declined 2% in 2022 from a year earlier, $1.1 billion, indicating that tech is still a far away from being mainstream, but Apple pushed a little closer to the mainstream if their developers develop some apps for it. 
So there's your Mr. Roboto. Now let's talk about what's going on with Target and LGBTQ pushback on Pride Month, particularly through boycotts. Before most brands could even put out their web code that gets you a discount, they're already getting pushback from anti-LGBTQ groups. Brands that typically roll out campaigns and merchandise for Pride Month in June are navigating a new climate this year. Way more vocal critics. Louder and more of them. Empowered by right-wing celebrities and politicians. Target, the retailer known as a discount retailer. They moved their pride displays to the back of the, some stores. They pulled items from its pride collection by trans designer Eric Cornell, citing violent threats to store employees, potentially bomb threats. Um, this is big business. So Target stock is at a 52-week low. I own shares of Target. Now, when I tell you when I own NVIDIA, I own it for growth. When I own Target, I own it for income. I'm happy with both. Bizarre, huh? The North Face, the outdoor brand, and announced that its Pride campaign with drag queen Patagonia. Wait, wait. Do we really need that name, Patagonia, a.k.a. Patagonia? Okay, that could be the oddest name I've seen in at least a day. Um, but the North Face was trying to do a Pride campaign, and Marjorie Taylor Greene encouraged her supporters to boycott the brand. The parent company of North Face, which is also known as VF Corporation, that's the publicly traded side of it, defended the campaign saying it's honored and grateful to support partners like Patty Gonia. I still can't get over the name. Now, this is bleeding into other big brands like Bud Light, Coles, LA Dodgers. They've all recently drawn anti-LGBTQ R. Chick-fil-A has seen blowback for having a DEI exec. Um, that's a kind of a, didn't see that one coming. Calls to boycott companies usually fade pretty quickly, but not so much with Bud Light. They've seen six straight weeks of declining sales since its controversial partnership with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney. So brands are nervous. The beer is 26% drop in sales for the week ending May 20th. It's worst week ever. So Bud Light had its worst week ever. That just ended on May 20th. It's being attributed to the brand also angering the LGBTQ community and its allies with how it responded to the pushback. Something other brands have also done by opting to abandon or ultra pride campaigns at the first sign of trouble. Coors Light is still the main sponsor for Denver's Pride Parade, which is coming up. Levi's and Adidas will also run ads prominently featuring gay and trans models wearing and talking about their products. What side of it do you fall on? And ultimately, do you vote with your investments or not? I don't have an answer for you. Fortunately for me, I'm a product person. And ad campaigns don't really make a lot of influence on me. But it's a shame that we can't advertise to who we want to advertise to. It seems like freedom of speech isn't being honored there. 
Which U.S. bank will spend the most in banking and IT technology expenses this year? Is it A, J.P. Morgan Chase, B, Wells Fargo, C, Citibank, D, Bank of America? And the answer is Bank of America. Now, I notice these things because I look for investments. And it's a line item in the financials. CapEx, capital expenditures. And I do notice that when I go to little strip malls to get a hamburger or groceries, that most banks are going out of business as far as locations go. They're going more automated. I do all of my banking with my phone now. I haven't been in a Bank of America in three years. Maybe longer. If I have to get a wire for a property purchase or something along those lines, like, yep, I do have to find a branch. But I deposit all my checks on my phone now. I do all my banking online. True or false, Americans are more likely to talk about politics or death than to talk about their finances with other people. And the answer is true. 43% of U.S. survey respondents said they found they they talk about politics with other people. 32% say they talk about death. 24% said they'll talk about finances. That is a shame. I think communication on finances, it shouldn't be boastful. It should be helpful. When I tell you how much I'm worth... I tell you that I'm financially successful. I'm not boasting. I'm telling you this is how you do it. I'm showing you the way. I wish people would more likely talk about finances than not. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't want to work forever? Check out the retirement planning guide on robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. Let's roll through a couple headlines. Bitcoin falls below 27000 um, it's testing its 200-week moving average, the long-term trend. Will the long-term trend stay above 200-day moving average or below the 200-day moving average? Um, I own no Bitcoin that I know of. Lucid has raised enough cash to last until 2025. Its stock is tanking. This is the investment lesson that we should walk away with this, that um, it's, it's probably not the next Tesla. The next Tesla is probably Tesla. Number one selling car in America last month was a Tesla. That's pretty impressive because that's the first time that's ever happened. An EV and or Tesla being the top selling vehicle in America. Okta, Okta shares are tanking today. This is a company that should be doing better. When you hear about the technology, you go, oh, that's pretty cool. They basically do a form of authentication that... um, Helps cut down on on pirates and people stealing your passwords. And they're really good at it. So you go, the technology sounds great, but the investment's not there. Um, Dollar General. Their stock is plummeting. They should be doing well because we keep talking about a potential recession. We keep talking about a stretched consumer. Turns out that due to inflation... Their consumers just isn't buying as much as many items. They're not getting the volume turnover that's important in retail. What else are some of the big headlines out there? The debt deal looks done. It looks like a wrap. The House of Representatives passed the deal to lift the debt ceiling narrowly ahead of the drop dead date. It was a lot of drama. 
it created an interesting case for game theorists. It was safe for more extreme House members to vote against it, occurring in favor with their base, as long as there were enough votes to make sure it passed. But nothing was certain. Senate is less of a danger because it's not a conducive of a platform to grandstand on. So when that gets done, what's next? We will start thinking about that, right? The debt ceiling soon will be behind us. It won't be a material market influence for a few years. It'll allow investors to focus on more important things like hard landing or soft landing. Inflation at 2% versus inflation at 4.9%. Will the Fed be done? Will they hike? Will they be neutral? Will they lower? The game moves forward. I'm pleased to to say that. NVIDIA still might be the best way to play AI. Kathy Wood from ARK Investments was being interviewed. She she dumped most of her shares of NVIDIA in the last three months, so she got none of that big push. And she's the queen of the big push. She's the queen of like tech in theory. She's kind of like a Jim Cramer like um, figure where you love him or hate him. And I just don't enjoy that kind of momentum, either on the upside or the downside. I own shares of NVIDIA. William Stein, he's with a company called Truist. He suggests that NVIDIA is still the best way to play the boom. Kathy Wood says software is the best way to play the boom. $8 will be spent on software for every dollar spent on hardware. So the next few years is going to be exciting. NVIDIA is up 159% this year. It briefly touched $1 trillion market value on Tuesday. Other names that you could take a look at, C3.ai down 18% today after earnings. That could be the dislocation you're looking for to get into a price that that has less downside because it's coming out today with earnings. I do not own ticker symbol AI or company C3.ai. Same thing. Palantir is down 1.2% today. Based on conversations with companies and insights with analysts, expected NVIDIA ramping revenue in a wide variety of products, citing products such as the latest H100 graphic processing unit. H100 is listed at a whopping $30,602. Can you imagine a semiconductor costing $30,602? It's out of stock for another 11 to 13 days. So until you see that day sales outstanding, until you see that inventory level start matching up with demand, it's pretty sexy. There's a company called Monolithic Power, ticker symbol MPWR, which provides power management devices for NVIDIA's GPUs. It was highlighted by Stein as if NVIDIA wins, so does Monolithic Power because they provide a key component to their chips that they're putting together. That stock is up 38% this year and was trading flat today. Um, NVIDIA drives about 3% of monolithic power's sales. Worthy of note, right? Other big stories of the day. Meta has announced its Quest 3 VR headset days before Apple reveals its own. I own shares of Apple and Meta. Um, 
in the world of technology, I like companies that have eyeballs or users over a hundred million. Both of them qualify for me. You haven't heard enough about Taylor Swift recently, so let's let's get to it. Taylor Swift says her suffering. Uh, Taylor Swift fans are suffering from post-concert amnesia after getting too excited during the uh, Taylor Swift's era's concert. Did we need to know that? Did I need to tell you that? Hold on to your memories. Because they will hold on to you. So it says Tay-Tay Swift. Um, so what I'm getting at is it's an out-of-body experience, as though you weren't really there and you just dropped $950 to cover the cost of a ticket. People are jumping on Reddit saying, I don't remember the concert. <laughs> I know I was there, but it feels like a dream. Oh, Taylor, Taylor, please put out a, a concert video that you approve so that people can relive their moments. I find that funny. I don't know why, but I do find that funny. Um, I've been talking a lot about sequence of events recently because CFP Chad Burton does such a good job of it. One of the emails that I saw float through the email piles recently was someone who lost 400000 in their 401k. And ultimately, it was too much risk they had in their 401k. And they didn't realize it. 92% of Americans think they should be investing in Roth IRAs. It's interesting to note the product out there. There's Roth where you, you pay taxes now, so you don't pay taxes later. You do get your capital gains excluded during the growth cycle that you're in the Roth. But when you pull the money out, you're not paying government taxes on it. Versus regular IRAs where you get a tax deduction now. I think you could potentially own both. I want my big ticket purchases in life to come out of my Roth when I'm retired. Think big ticket like a roof, like down deposit on a house, kids college. I want my food and groceries to come out of my IRA or my regular accounts. It's going to be managing my taxes and trying to figure out where the marginal tax rate versus the effective tax rate is. CFPs are wonderfully valuable um, helpers in the world of tools. And what I was getting at, one of the emails that came through, someone mentioned they lost $400,000 in retirement income by having invested in a Roth IRA versus a traditional 401k. Ultimately, he didn't manage his marginal taxes intelligently. And that's where I guarantee you, if you're worth $2 million to $10 million and you're managing your own portfolio, you're probably not managing the taxes intelligently. So paying less in taxes in retirement is part of losing money. Or, or it is for some people. And again, it's a weird way of thinking about it, but I see more people mess up by doing it themselves who are wealthy or by using an accountant who's traditional versus trying to manage their tax payments um, effectively. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. If you were to ask me today, Rob, what's a good number for a 20-year-old's target for total savings for 
retirement. I, I think we should all be targeting around four million. And I know that sounds like a big number, but I don't know your budget, and I want to err on the side of caution. And four million should be a good enough number to last you till the day you die. If you have a spouse that needs your income, and if you have kids that potentially need a little help along the way, it's a pretty gonzo nutso thing to say out loud. I think is four million enough. Now, keep in mind, 25 years ago, I wanted to retire with $1 million. And then when I met a spouse, it was $2 million. And then when I had two kids, it's $4 million plus. So I really haven't changed that much. One. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, a lot of retailers are struggling right now. <clears throat> That's the sector where I'm looking at buying more so than not. I see a lot of good values on dividend paying stocks in retail because the stocks are, are saying recession, recession, recession. 30. In store theft, in store theft. The news is particularly negative and that's when I find my best bargains. Consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on the show. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. If you need a referral to a CFP who can help you manage your taxes in retirement, Drop me an email at rob at robblackshow.com. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening. Let's talk a little bit about investing. I think investing is a commitment to saving and investing Ultimately, in capitalism, to get you to retirement, to get you through retirement. I don't think of it as a hobby. I don't think of it as a game. I think of it as part of my way of life, and hopefully yours too. Finance is full of hobbyists, people who want to try to like be smarter than me or be smarter than the market. I'm not smarter than you. I just get up way earlier than you. And I've done it for a long period of time, so I have some experience at it. To me, it's not random at all. If I thought of it as random, I think of like playing the guitar as random. I'm not very good at playing a guitar. Every time I pick it up, it feels different to me. The notes don't seem to be in the same place. I just don't understand it. I read a lot of K's and Q's, which are government filings by a publicly traded company that has material information about how they're doing. It's incredibly inane. AI soon will be reading K's and Q's. And when I read a K and Q, 10K, 10Q, um, S filings, these are filings that publicly traded companies have to legally make and give them to the SEC. I'm typically scanning. You go to sec.gov to find them. I'm typically looking for the words like material, lawsuits. I'm looking for key words. I'm not going to tell you all of mine. It's just, I'm not trying to make you a little me. You need to be a little you. But artificial intelligence does that too. 
I guarantee you there's billions and billions of dollars controlled by hedge funds that are scanning filings just like I am. And they're doing it way faster. It's worthy of note. If Target has a problem due to the backlash of backlash of Pride Month, and let's say their stores are half empty this month, this is all hypothetical. They were to come out with a report saying uh, S filing. We're probably not going to make our quarters numbers this quarter. No one's coming and shopping. People are afraid. That has to be legally disclosed. Um, it's worthy of note. They can't have the CEO and CFO and COO walk around knowing that information without sharing it with everyone else. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I read filings, and it's probably the, the worst part of my day. I'd much rather hear conference calls, but I need a little bit more information than just the call. Very rarely do you see CEOs and COOs go on a conference call and say, man, this quarter just 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 stank. They try to find the positives to present. Elon Musk is getting royal treatment in China. The Tesla CEO arrived in Beijing via private jet on Tuesday. His first visit in three years since landing, Musk is treated to a 16-course meal. He's received high praise. He's getting the name brother Ma in a reference to Alibaba founder Jack Ma. He is considered uh, kind of a god in Asia. Uh, compared to the United States, at least. It's interesting to note that Bill Gates is revered in Japan, but Bill Gates in the United States was considered um, very problematic. Anti-competition. The evil empire. Amazon's soon going to let you pay with your palm. Amazon One is the company's latest gadget. It's the palm scanner is meant to take payments. And verify your age for alcohol or more seamless experiences. Um, yesterday, we did a quick story about Amazon employees starting to walk out and strike because they don't believe in their leadership. This is one example where I'm like, I'm with you guys. I'm not really sure we need a, a new palm scanner. Salesforce, their major restructuring is starting to pay off for investors after cutting thousands of workers and shutting office space. His finances are starting to look rosier. Mark Benioff is considered a great CEO. It's always a stock that I want to own. I'm going to take a look at it. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to buy it. I like looking at great companies when they have a bad quarter. It's not my only trick, but it's one of them. BMW brings video games to its newest luxury sedan. Listen to this. Drivers and passengers will soon be able to use their phones as controllers to play games in five of uh, the new Series 5. It's available in electric, hybrid, diesel, and gas-powered options. Sounds like BMW is taking a page out of ooh, Tesla. A man who went missing overboard on a Carnival cruise is still missing. Ronnie Lee Pearl Jr.'s first ever cruise and his fiance said life on the boat was a happy place. He went overboard around 186 miles from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, not a good way to go, I imagine. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. 
Anything that you ever want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing and more. Thanks for listening. If you could refer a friend to the show, that's always a great idea. I have announced a new Pints and Portfolio coming up this month in San Carlos at the end of the month. Not going to tell you the location until you sign up. You can learn more about it at Rob Black's show. It's for people with $500,000 or more who want to talk about retirement with the CFP and with me. You can find out more at robblackshow.com. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.